Welcome to the Mrs. Kempin It Real podcast. You have the questions, I have the answers. Let's get started. All right, this week I want to highlight a phenomenal mom who you've probably heard about. She gave birth in a parking lot in Margate, Florida. She was walking to the Natural Birth Works Center and she gave birth right in the parking lot with her husband holding her hand and her midwife rushed out and caught the baby just in time. Her name is Susan Anderson and I just wanted to give her a special shout out because I think it's so important to show women um, birthing babies in positions other than just in a hospital bed. It is possible. Um, I wish I had the opportunity to um, give birth in a different position under other than the hospital bed just because I felt it was so uncomfortable. So Susan Anderson in Margate, Florida, you are a rock star and a special shout out to Sandra Labena, who is the midwife who caught that baby. How awesome are women? I mean, round of applause to all mamas out there that have given birth and, and know it, the incredible strength that it takes to birth these babies. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to a phenomenal mom, Susan Anderson, and also just a special shout out to every mom out there that's ever had a baby. Um, You know how tough it is. Um, You guys are all so strong. So that is this week's shout out. Let's get right into the question. The question that I have this week comes from a parent that asked me, What do I do about my child who's constantly acting out after I split from their father? And I think this is such a good question that a lot of parents have um, after maybe divorce or separation and children at all stages, at all ages really um, go through a struggle, Um, especially if you guys were living together and then all of a sudden their world has been turned upside down. So I just wanted to kind of give some advice uh, to this mama out there that wanted to know what do I do for my child that is acting out after um, the split from their father. So my first bit of advice is with every child that goes through some kind of change in their everyday life that is turning their world upside down. So think about it. I don't know how long they were together. Say they were together for 10 years and this child is only known both parents being in the household and now they're split up, right? Their world is literally upside down as probably is yours. So let's get some counseling for this child. Let's make sure they're okay. Now, some kids will go to counseling and they will say after a couple sessions, I don't really need that. I'm okay. But some kids don't even know that they need it. So your job as a parent is to make sure you offer the counseling, take them there, find someone that's great with kids that their specialty is separation um, and get them the help that they need through a counselor. And it might not even be that many sessions. They might go and after three months, you know, the counselor might say, Hey, they're doing really great. I don't think we need to see them every week. Let's do monthly. And then eventually, you know, you wean them off of the counseling services if they want. Um, But I think offering counseling is the first thing. Um, Some people are probably listening to this podcast and saying, well, I don't have insurance or it's too expensive for me. Another great thing, depending on what age your child is, is talking to your child's school counselor. 
I'm a huge advocate for school counselors. As most of you know, I'm a school counselor by trade. So talk to your child's school counselor. If they're elementary age, chances are they're running some kind of small group in the school to help kids from all different backgrounds and all different um, situations that they're going through. And a lot of times in elementary schools, there's a small group for separation and divorce because um, it's something that's very prevalent in today's society. So ask your school counselor if they don't already have a group on separation and divorce, see if they can start one for your child and see if they can get other kids in the small group. It is so great for kids to see other kids going through what they're going through and having someone that they can relate to that's the same age as them. I think that's really important. So second thing is small groups in your child's school. Middle school and high school, it gets a little bit tricky. Uh, Sometimes they don't have small groups because middle school counselors and high school counselors, their role's a little bit different. Um, So if they don't have the small groups or your child is just adamant, I'm not going to any kind of group session uh, with my peers, you can still talk to your school counselor uh, or family therapist in your school and see if they can recommend someone in the community that offers counseling services uh, for free. A lot of times um, we have resources with our community agencies that will work with families that don't have health insurance. So do not give up if you just say that counseling is too expensive or you don't have health insurance. Make sure that you're still trying to help that child in any way possible. I think you also have to uh, meet children where they are. Children have real and valid feelings. So when you separate from their father, like you said, their life is totally upside down, like I said earlier, and their feelings and emotions are real. So it's great that you asked this question and I know you're not doing this, but sometimes adults kind of just brush kids feelings off. Like you're a child. You don't have real feelings and emotions. I'm the one separating from your father. Why are you so upset? Right? We have to stop doing that because kids have feelings and emotions and we have to gauge them where they are and let them know that their feelings are valid. And after you talk to them, you have to kind of set, boundaries and say I understand that you're upset but you can't act out in a violent way I understand that you're upset let me give you coping strategies to help you through this and one of those coping strategies is I'm going to offer counseling sessions I'm going to offer small groups okay if that doesn't work and and you know they're older or they're just totally against counseling services then you offer strategy we need to talk about coping strategies and here's a coping strategy when you get upset I want you to go to your room I want you to count to 10 I want you to count to 50 for my older kids I want you to play some music some calming music that's going to help you through this but you can't break windows you can't break doors you can't break iPads and phones and expensive things go to your room scream in a pillow if that's what you need to do scream in a pillow so I'm going to offer you things that you can do other than the violent outbursts. So I think setting boundaries is really important saying, Hey, I understand that you're upset, but you're not going to break things. You're not going to hit people, right? You're going to use these other nonviolent strategies to cope with what you're going through. So meeting them where they're at, talking to them about their feelings and their emotions, setting boundaries, 
I understand you're upset, but you're not going to do blah, 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 blah. But here's an alternative when you get upset, when you're thinking about um, your parents splitting up. Here's an alternative that you can do. So giving them strategies, stress balls are great. Maybe buy them some stress balls, coloring, depending on their age, adult coloring books um, for my kids that kind of fine coloring in the lines, very stress relieving. Find what they like and then take away that violent outburst and replace it with something they like. So I like music. I like playing basketball outside. Hey, here's a basketball. Go play outside. I like kicking a soccer ball. Hey, go kick a soccer ball. I need to go running. All right, let's take them to the track and let's go running. When you see that violent outburst coming, you say, hey, this is what you can do instead of getting so very upset. You know your child better than anyone else. So when you see that violent outburst, that's when you remind them. You say, hey, remember those strategies we talked about? Go do blase, squase. Go do A, B, and C. Try that first. When you see them getting upset, that's when you offer that that coping strategy. Hey, go try, you know, this for right now because even though you're going through counseling and and you're hopefully getting them in small groups you're going to be at home with them and you're they're the counselor's not there 24 hours a day right and you might not have that counseling session until the next week so offer the coping strategies remember when you get upset go ahead and do whatever we talked about so i think talking to your kids is very important understanding that they have real and valid feelings meeting them where they're at and then offering strategies so that when they're acting out, they know they have other strategies that they can deal with. The last thing I want to offer is just take extra one-on-one time. Now, you know, say you have three kids and two of your kids are not acting out, but one of your, one of your kids is. Spend that extra one-on-one quality time with them and use that time to talk to them about what's going on and find out what you can do to help them. I think it's very important to understand that all children are different. So giving them that extra attention that they may need. Now, maybe all three of your kids are acting out and you're probably pulling your hair out right now if that's the case. But spend that extra quality time with each and every one of them. Each week, take a different child out. Say you have two kids, one week take one out, the other week take the other one out. Spend that extra individual time with them and just let them know that you guys are going to get through it and also encourage your partner to take them out as well and let them know that it's going to be okay that you guys are going to work hopefully <laughs> as parents to make sure that the, your number one priority is them and that they're going to be okay even though you've separated. I think that's really important is just to really spend that extra quality time with them, letting them know that it's going to be okay and you're going to do everything in your power to make it okay. I hope that answered your question. I hope that was something that you find useful and that you can start implementing today. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, when you get advice from someone, it's great. Yeah, I can listen to this podcast, but start the action now start implementing it today don't wait until another outburst try talking to them figuring out how they're feeling giving them some of those coping strategies that I just outlined and go from there I hope that was useful that's it for another episode of Mrs. Kempin It Real have a question head on over to kempinitreal.com and ask your question under the contact tab or go to Instagram at Kempin It Real and DM me your questions. Do you have a mom you want to give a shout out for being awesome? 
On Instagram, go ahead and DM me her name and a quick story about why she's so great. See you next week. As always, Kemp It Real.